the feeling of overwhelm is when we forget. We forget who we are. We forget how powerful we are. We forget that we are all love. We forget that time doesn't exist. We forget that you can trust yourself. We forget, you know, that we're really here to to release and let go and spread love. You know, it's not about holding on. It's not about holding on to the expectations and oh my god, what if I can't do it? It is really about the flow. You're listening to the Almost 30 Podcast, hosted by Krista Williams and Lindsay Simsek. Almost 30 started as a conversation about the transition from our 20s to our 30s. But then we realized life is full of transitions. So we expanded our mission. We are an intuition-led, wellness-focused lifestyle podcast that promises to deliver authentic conversations, diverse points of view, and insights rooted in optimism, growth, and intention. The Almost 30 Nation community is a group of purposeful dreamers who are smart, passionate, and always seeking the full potential in every aspect of their lives. At Almost 30, we're making magic together. We dream it, and then we do it. Thanks so much for tuning into the Almost 30 Podcast. Here we go. Hello and welcome, Almost 30 Podcast. What's up? What's going on? How are you? So glad you're here. I'm Lindsay Simsek. And I'm Krista Williams. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so I'm so glad you're here. Really, <laughs> really, really glad. We're about to get freaky. Yo, we got some new chairs in the studio and I think I'm a new person. I'm a dude. They're like these little coconuts. They're (laughs) these little pink coconuts. They're they're little pod babies. And they're the fucking shit. They're soft. They're from Joybird. Yeah. They're from Joybird. So comfortable. They're so, I mean, it's changing my life. They're soft and bouncy and I can be myself. Mm -hmm. It's like, I mean, it makes such a difference to feel comfortable. I mean, we're in these chairs like forever. Right. I put the cords between my toes. (laughs) Can't wait to We have a bunch of cords and I I put each cord between my toes. (laughs) Dude, I was That's so nasty. I was watching Chris D'Elia and his pod is like on video or whatever. And he was he was describing so basically in public he likes to sit just like a fucking like sprawled out like in coffee shops. You know why? Is it the the Bon Jovi or something like that? Okay. We we all know why. We all know why. Anyway, um, got that BDE, <laughs> but so he's like sprawled out and I guess this woman went up to him and was like, sir, like take your foot off that table. And he was just like, okay. And he was like, he was demonstrating like the visual was so good. His foot was up in the air. He's like, so I can do this and this and like had his arms <laughs> up in the air, but I can't just lay my foot there. You know what I mean? So true. It was so Justin, funny. Just, who did Justin said something? He's been listening to Theo lately. Oh, yeah. And he said, he started, he said something like Theo Vaughn. So I was like, oh, you like kind of sound like you're Theo because you're listening to him so much. And mm-hmm. he's like, you and Lindsay literally talk like Crystalia so much. Yes. And he's like, so you cannot talk. <laughs> and I'm like, like whatever, life rips. Life rips. I'm like, life fucking rips. <laughs> <laughs> because I should have said life rips. So we went to this event today. Me and Lindsay never get to go to influencer events. We went to this event and you guys don't know what the event was because today was not the day of the event. <laughs> and we got these freaking sets. Mm-hmm. 
And they didn't have... They're like athletic... Athletic wear sets. sets. Yeah. And they didn't have a size large of the sports bras in mm-hmm. my color. Or there's like two, two, two options. One was one option, one was the other. And they didn't have a size large in the bra. I was like, hey, do you have a large? She's like, oh, I actually didn't bring any larges. I just brought smalls and mediums. I'm like... Go to hell. And she was like, no, I actually feel you. And she was like, yeah, I feel you. Like, I wear large too. I'm like, why wouldn't you yeah, bring you enough? Wearing? Even a large. I'm like, why? Like, And it like runs small. Like I'm wearing, oh, I was wearing yeah. a large and I have small boobs. And it, I was like, oh, it's it fits nicely. I was like, oh, so you only, but I was just I thinking, I'm like, even a large, I'm like, what is like, yeah. what's, the, what's the idea here? Like, what is the, mm-hmm. it's just so weird when people are not with it in that sense. It's like, doesn't everyone know that you should bring inclusive sizing mm-hmm. <laughs> like why is it you know what i mean i'm like what's completely what's the what's the word here completely so i'm wearing the dumbass set right now and i had to take off the bra because it was suffocating me <laughs> i got holes in these pants in places i don't want holes i know anyway it's just like when everyone was bending over i could see it was like there it was a color and then it turned white because it was like so stretched i'm like this is dumb anyways that's invite us. us to your next company <laughs> company event <laughs> i promise we'll come and we'll be nice uh we had our friend um, Natalie Miles staying with us. She's mm-hmm. in Vancouver. She was staying uh, with me here in the apartment. And it was so nice to spend time with someone that, I don't know, I consider such a, a good friend from afar. And like, I d- didn't really, haven't really had that quality time with her. And I was like, oh, wow, like this is really nice. I don't allow myself that time with people very often for whatever reason, working on it, but it was really, really nice. And she recently, you know, went through a breakup and, um, you know, Chris and I have both like been in that place and it was just kind of such a reminder having been in that place and then also like come out of it, that it's just such a a beautiful opportunity for change and growth and new beginnings. Yeah, it was just really, it was really nice to talk to her about yeah, that. Yeah, it was a blast. I was even like kind of jealous. I was like, dude, like when you break up with someone, your opportunity to just reinvent yourself yeah, is a plenty. Mm-hmm. You just like have a new fucking life. Like it's like, I sound like poor Justin. It's like, but like you can just be, you can become anyone you want. Like you're so free and you're so emotionally open. Totally. It's like you cry at the drop of a hat. I'm gonna do you a cry mock every yoga. You and you Justin. should. I should. I need <laughs> a. I need a mock breakup to like really get me into gear because you're just like you're crying at at the drop of a hat. You're like, you know, you're always feeling and you're just so like in touch and everything is so like real. It's mm-hmm. like. It's just like you're so alive because you're feeling so much. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then you can recreate your life. You can be like, oh, what do I actually like? Do I actually like this thing? You know, what do I want to do myself? Because, you know, a lot of your life when you're in your relationship is like, mm-hmm. is you. like, oh, you know, what are we going to have for dinner? What are we going to do this weekend? And like, you're free to like do whatever the fuck you want to do. Yeah. And I think it's like also the identity of you when you were with that person. Yes. It is like so tightly wound. And then when that like kind of breaks free, it's like, oh my gosh, like I am so much more, I think we like limit ourselves a little bit when we're tied up in a relationship that doesn't inspire us or push us to grow. So we become so tightly wound. And then like the release of that is like a little disorienting at first, which I think she's felt. And then now it's just like, the world is her goddamn oyster. Yeah, honestly. 
<laughs> Take me with you. <laughs> just kidding. But it's just like, that's the best. Yeah, especially too, like if it's been bringing you down and you finally, and it's cool too when you have the courage to do something you know you should do. Yeah. And that's really so key to it. Like when you know you should not be with someone and you actually finally listen to that, because mm-hmm. usually it takes a year. Mm-hmm. I mean, depending on how long you're together, it, it, it takes me a while. Usually I'll like do something, whatever, but it take could take a while. So if you're actually listening and you're like, okay, we need to break up and then you do it, there's such a reward to that from the universe. Yeah. I also wondered like too, just she's a psychic medium and you know, like what are, what is that experience like in a relationship I know. too? Like, you know, feeling, having your intuition be so strong. Yeah hearing your guides, you know, all of the messages. It's just like an interesting thing to try to be like a person in the world. Totally. <laughs> totally. It's like a cool thing. Cause I'm like, I want that. Totally. <laughs> sometimes it's like not my guides. It's like my, but it's funny. It's like, is sometimes is it my guides or is it my like fear? Mm-hmm. Cause even if like Justin and I will fight, I'm like, you should probably, I'm always thinking in my head. I'm like, I should probably hit the road. <laughs> like, I'm like, you should probably move out. Like this is it, but that's not. And I'm like, oh, that could be a guide, but it's like not, you know, it's like my like fear of, Yes. Getting too close to people or something. But yeah, I could only imagine what that's like. And for someone on the other side of it, you know, for him, like- Terrifying. I was I was loving having her here. I felt more psychic than ever. Oh, I yeah. Literally, it really? tuned me up. I was like, think Like, it was very interesting. Like what? Especially around bedtime. We would crawl into bed and like, I could really- She was speaking to like the energy in the room. And, you know- the first night she's like, that corner is like really dense with energy. And I just hadn't been tuned into it. I think like I was just kind of distracted by like the sound outside, but like kind of feeling into the density of energy in the room was something I was like, okay. It's all those seances you have. Yeah, truly. It's the Ouija board you keep playing every (laughs) night. The naked naked seances. The naked seances. But yeah, it was just, it was just really cool. And then like just talking to, I was like talking to my grandfather more. Mm. She, she felt him and he was like being a little trickster and like funny. And she's like, oh my God, his like, his like smile when he's like doing something mischievous is so funny. Cause he had like these like dimples and he would flare his nostrils. And she described that. And she was kind of like keeping him up a little bit, like just like wanting her to know that he was there. And then she had like a coughing fit one night because my other grandfather had like a lung thing. It was, she was like, who's the, who's the person in your family with the lung, lung issue? And I was like, whoa, okay. Whoa. So yeah, just reminding me too, to like talk to them, say what's up. Yeah. You know, a hundred percent, you know? Yeah. But she said, it was kind of when she said that, you know, the way our office is located in your you know office and your apartment, it was like, oh yeah, there's a lot going. I'm like, oh God. I know. Well, just on a, you know, our office studio and then my bedroom, it's like on this angle. So it's almost like this, like it creates like a little V, you Mm -hmm. know? And so I think energy can get trapped in certain parts of each of those rooms. But I mean, she said it really helps to, you know, use any sort of like bells, sound, even smoke, whatever, just to clear it out. Yeah. It was all good. Yeah. But nothing, nothing crazy in here. (laughs) She said there's a dude that came in. Um, The man. Oh yeah, the man. I don't know what that is. I know, honestly. <laughs> he was like lo- watching over her at night or something, like looking over her head. Hit the road. There's a, there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on right outside. Yes. And Venice is just like that. Like I've lived in Venice a couple times. It's like also that 
church thing where they do the meetings. Oh, the AA meetings. meetings. Yeah. 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 Yeah, There's a lot of, a lot of energy, a lot of energy going on. So I'm just protecting myself. Yeah. It was great. Protect your damn self. I loved having her. Yeah. It was a blast. It was a blast. Okay. Today we have my solo episode. So hope you guys are liking this new format. If you don't know already, we have changed the weekly format. Tuesdays are interviews with guests. So we wanted to have one interview a week so you can digest. I think there's we're, we're fed so much information in general. So if we can give you a, a bit more absorption time, allow it to settle in and integrate, we wanted to do that. And then Thursday is a catch up with Krista and I, whether we're together or um, separate. It's important for us to just kind of, you know, update you and share things in real time, make you feel less alone, get to know you better, get to know us better. And so today I have a solo episode about really harnessing the the power of overwhelm. I feel like I've, I say a lot that I, I love that feel topic. overwhelmed. And I realized the other day... That you're a little bitch and you I'm a stop. Little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was like I something... don't think I've ever heard you say I'm overwhelmed. Well, I say it in my head all the time. Yes. You know, which is yeah. Just as loud as saying it out loud. <laughs> totally. <laughs> do you ever <laughs> you're screaming in your head? Do you <laughs> do you ever <laughs> this is like on topic but off topic? Once, maybe once a month, it's happening less and less. Do you ever have yelling in your head? Like I'm talking like voices <laughs> that I think are my own. I think that like they're yes. me, but it's like actually turned up. Yeah. It's very weird. Tell me more. Like where it's like, get out. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Run I, like, naked I, on wasn't, I wasn't actually kidding about the get out part. <laughs> I've heard like where it's like, where you're like in a place and you need to leave and they're like, get out. Oh, I, I haven't gotten that. It's It almost feels like, 20 people yelling like what I should think and feel or like the to-do list. I could be like cleaning my closet oh. and it'll just be like very loud. Yeah. I don't what know do what they say. Is. What do they say? I don't know. They're Everyone's like, you should the jump. <laughs> Everyone's talking at the same time. I don't know. So anyway. You um, should definitely tell them to stop talking at the same time. Okay. Yeah, I should, I, I should probably talk to them. You know what I mean? And just be like, hey, I can't understand if all you guys are talking at the same time. Yeah. But it's so weird. And then there's, I'm like, oh shit, am I crazy? Well, should there's I, one, of, <laughs> one of my guides, you know, Natalie told me a long time ago when she did a reading, she's like, one of your guides is so like powerful mm. and sassy. And I feel like I'm kind of like that, but like I've actually had to tell her to stop because I there'd be people to, like sometimes like Justin would be talking and she would be like, shut up, stop mm. talking so much. And I'm like, I don't think that. I'm like, I don't want him. Oh. And she would like actually just be like kind of saying kind of sassy stuff that I'm like, I know this sounds like I'm fucking putting off bitchiness on my guide, but it was true where I was yeah. like, hey, can you actually chill out? And then I felt so much better. That's interesting. I just thought it was me. So that's a really good point that it's probably my guy. It's just too much. Hey. Well, it's also just like when you have a lot going on and you're trying to work, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. well, that's um, also the Gemini in you. True. Lot, lots of personalities. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I I basically, I did, at the beginning of this episode, I have been like doing a little channeled writing lately to answer some questions where I feel like I don't have the answer. And so basically asking my guides, higher self. And so I asked like, what is the purpose of overwhelm? And so I read some of that in the beginning of the episode, like what came through, but 
yeah, I just think it's such an opportunity. It's such a message when we feel overwhelmed. Um, I kind of felt like it. <laughs> I'm laughing because I feel like you're going to laugh. <laughs> I can't wait. I kind of feel like this feeling of overwhelm is like God. Okay. <laughs> so I kind of explore that because I do feel like we have like everything we need. Like there's, yeah. there's never anything that we get where like yeah. we're not prepared or we can't take it on. So I've kind of like shifted it to thinking like, oh, okay, this is cool. This is yeah. like, it's also like, this is my life, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but like to kind of shift it and in, into like, okay, it's not that I can't handle this. It's just that this is like so loud and all encompassing that it's something almost like a gift that I can really, really work with right now. Yeah. So most of the time I want to run away. So yeah. Harnessing that. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Chris, if you're a bit of a No, honestly, there's my, there's the mirror I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not running. Uh, my guys won't let me. Yeah, honestly, dude, I love that they're all talking at the same time. They're like, no, hey, yeah. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're like lunchtime. Ugh. Uh, I hope you like this one. It's only 30 I'm minutes. excited. We're keeping these solos short and digestible. That's how we like it. All the things. And also retreat. Yep. Let's talk about an amazing thing that we're doing in Austin this first week of April. I'm so pumped. So we got this beautiful, beautiful Airbnb. It fits mm-hmm. like 20 people. It has like a pool and outside area. It's like so gorgeous. And we are going to be hanging out with some of our Austin babes. So it's a conscious community weekend. We wanted to create community in Austin, one of our favorite cities. So it is invite only. We wanted to make sure that it was a safe space for everyone coming. So please reach out to events and almost 30 podcasts and we can send you information on coming to stay with us the first weekend of April. And then we also have day passes for the people that are in Austin. Mm -hmm. And what's exciting about this weekend is that it has all, you know, amazing plant-based foods. We're going to do an inner child workshop. We're doing some sound healing. We're going to go to the city. We're going to go to Barton Springs. We're going to be hiking. We're going to do yoga, movement, meditation, all of these things. And then you get to hang with Lindsay and I and some of our favorite people of our community. Yeah. Cannot wait to see you. Um, so again, events at almost30podcast.com. All right, enjoy this episode. Please join the secret Facebook group to connect with you know other conscious, curious, amazing women all around the world. And you can follow us on Instagram. We're super active on there at almost30podcast. I'm at Lindsay Simsick. And I'm at It's Krista. All right, enjoy this one. We'll see you on the other side. We love you. What's up, fam? It's Linz. I'm so glad you're here. Thanks for tuning in to a Thursday solo episode. This one is just me. Krista and I are now switching up the format weekly where we have our in-depth interviews on Tuesdays. And on Thursdays, you get to catch up with us, whether it's us individually or together. And it's just really special. We we heard you and you wanted more of that. So we are happy to connect with you in this world way. All right. I got to set the scene for you. I don't know if you'll believe me, but it's about uh, 9 p.m. at night on a Sunday when I'm recording this. And I just spent some time. We have a clear light sauna proxy to the studio, like adjacent. Proxy is not the right word. Uh, I'll probably use that word later. Um, Adjacent to the studio right here. I feel, we feel so lucky. It's been 
a great portal for downloads, for release, for a lot of things. So generally I will meditate in there. I, I might sing and songwrite in there. And today I did some channeled writing tonight. I did some channeled writing in the sauna and now I'm on the microphone because I I was like, okay, I, I really want to share this and talk about this because I feel like a lot of you will relate. And so basically channeled writing, as I know it, I ask a question. I ask my guides, angels, source, universe, um, God, a question. And I slip into meditation. And when I'm called, my pen hits the paper and I just write and I'm completely out of the way. So it's not, it doesn't feel like me writing. It doesn't feel like my brain leading the way and thinking and all the things it is. I will usually, you know, at the end of a channeled writing session, I'll be like, what? what just happened? And I'll go back and read. I'm like, holy mother. It's pretty magical. Um, If you've never done it, I highly, highly recommend, but I've been feeling pretty overwhelmed for the last, okay. I've been feeling overwhelmed, period. And it's been kind of this like ebb and flow of overwhelm for the past two years. And I've been describing it as like, I'm meeting my anxiety later in life. And it's just like a really interesting thing. And so when I was sitting there tonight, I was like, what is the purpose of this overwhelm? Because if it's this consistent and it seems to be more than just me not being able to manage what I'm feeling. And so I asked, I was like, what is the purpose of this overwhelm? And so I'm going to begin this this episode by reading the the channeled writing that came through. Hopefully I can read it because it's kind of scratchy. And then I want to talk about briefly like why I avoided feeling overwhelmed. Uh, I think a lot of you will, will relate. It just kind of has to do with like how we grew up and in school and all the things. And then I want to just give you three tips of, of how I am really using and embracing and rethinking the idea of being overwhelmed. Why being overwhelmed is actually healthy and really powerful and how I'm increasing my tolerance for it. So this episode is really, really quick. I wanted to give you something that you can listen to you know, on your way to work and then feel like, whew, okay, got this. Let's do this. So hopefully that's what it does for you. All right, I'm going to begin by reading the, the channeled writing that came through. What is the purpose of overwhelm? It's here. This moment can always be overwhelming. What if God was overwhelmed? What if it was overflow? What if it was about expansion? What if contraction wasn't an option? What if it is the force so much greater than you? What if overwhelm was the connection to source? The purpose of overwhelm is to instantaneously highlight our humanness and our divinity. It is in that exact moment that everything can change for the higher. Overwhelm is about getting out of our own way. Overwhelm is a message about direction and perception. The overwhelm is here in the presence. If we are simply anticipating what could go wrong or what is out of our control and letting those thoughts make us feel powerless, we are not overwhelmed. 
we are choosing to control what we cannot. And this, this is when we get stuck. Our souls don't like to be stuck. And so they push and pull and we go from victim and not being able to control and feeling controlled to creator when we truly harness the power of the overwhelm. That's what came through. Hmm. Who wrote that? Yeah, it kind of feels like that. I'm like, who the fuck wrote that? But yeah, that's like what came through so quickly. And I was like, holy fuck, I have to sit down and talk to them. Mm. So it made me think, I was like, like, where did I learn that like this feeling was quote unquote bad? This feeling of like, oh my God, I have too much to do. Oh my God, can I do it? Oh my God, am I enough? Oh my God. Like, where did that come from? And I was thinking about just like school and how in school, it's kind of like institutionalized to um, organize so that teachers, kids, parents don't feel overwhelmed. It's like taught at a very young age, really young age to organize our way out of it. You know, we had like trapper keepers and folders and, you know, label tabs and all the things. And, and so there was this system that we had in order to avoid being overwhelmed and also a system that labeled overwhelm as like bad. (laughs) Um, And I think too, like naturally our parents were just like, oh my God, I don't want you to be overwhelmed. Like, let me make it better. Let me make it better. Let me make it better. And I'm generalizing. So please, like if your parents weren't like this, please ignore But like, you know, I think in general, we don't, uh, our parents just didn't want us to feel um, like we were out of control. You know, they wanted to really empower us. And it's funny because overwhelm, what I'm realizing now is like actually there to empower us. It's actually a a, a deep and straight connection to power. So um, it's just really, really interesting. I also think, you know, that feeling of quote overwhelm is, is an unsafe, unsafe feeling. It kind of threatens our ego. It threatens, you know, our identity, like who we are. And so we do our best to just avoid it. You know, we don't want to, we don't want to sit there with this question of like, um, you know, I'm not enough to handle this. I am not blank enough. I am not pretty enough. I am not smart enough. I am not, you know, spiritual enough. I am not fill in the blank. And so it really is like this kind of challenge to the ego, which ding ding is actually quite amazing (laughs) Um, and could could make a serious um, shift you know, in your spirit. So I just thought it was so interesting to think back. I'm like, oh, wow, we were taught that being overwhelmed was bad. And so we did all the things to try to avoid it. And then in adulthood, when we have uh, situations, moments, relationships where we feel overwhelmed, we run instead of anchor. And it's just like running from the growth opportunity, like running in the opposite direction. So listen, I'm, I'm, I'm quite literally fleshing this out in real time. Um, 
but I, I just urge you to to reflect on how you've been taught to avoid and maybe just like make a list. It's kind of just interesting to take note, you know, record some data. And I and in following that, I was like, okay, wait, what have I been doing lately? And what do I want to do to increase my tolerance for overwhelm? And I realized that without knowing it, I've been incorporating practices into my daily, weekly, or monthly uh, routine that have actually been working me towards um, harnessing the power of overwhelm. So I wanted to share those with you and I'm actually just excited to, to declare them um, and further practice them and more consistently um, practice them. So the first, the first thing is is doing things, doing things, proxy things. Is that the correct use of the word? I told you I was going to use it again. Where you feel overwhelmed, but feel safer doing it, and your ego might not be as threatened. So. Let me give you some examples. Going to a really hard, challenging workout class, jumping into a cold plunge, things like that, where you kind of know the outcome. It doesn't seem too threatening, but are really, really hard, can serve as like this proxy example where you have been there before. You know, for me, the cold plunge is like one of the best, whether it's cold plunge or cryo, I say cold, cold plunge. Even if you have a tub, you put some water in there and you add ice, ice, a bunch of ice and you do a cold plunge, say once a week. This is just such a cool practice that is not only good for your immune system, nervous system, it could really help with um, anxiety. Um, it could help with inflammation, all the things, but it is also a really cool um, situational moment that you could use and refer back to in moments where you quote, feel overwhelmed. Um, so I, I love like building that list of things where I'm like, fuck yeah, that was fucking hard and crazy. And it really like pushed me mentally, but I got out the other side and knowing that you can get out the other side is a super empowering in the sense that it guides you through rather than around. It guides you through it. And thus by going through it, you you change and evolve and grow and you come out the other side rather than avoid it. And you kind of walk around it and you keep your form and you like, you're on the other side. You're like, okay, like, don't know what that would have been like, but glad I'm on the other side. So doing those activities that really challenge you emotionally, physically, mentally, maybe it's like a crazy hard, uh, mind game, word game, chess, whatever it is, and sticking with it, getting through it 
it could really be a cool proxy situation that you can use in those moments. So start a running list of those situations that you're like, holy moly, I did it. I got through it. And maybe you do like a new one. Maybe you you do one new one a month and maybe you invite friends into that situation, whether it's like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that like two and a half hour hike and it's all steep incline and I've never done it before. I've never been able to go to the top, but I'm gonna do it. You know, maybe you bring friends along and you move through, you get through, and you get to the other side and you're like, you can, that is another one you can use to help you move through and increase your tolerance for overwhelm. Okay. Number two, number two is breath work. Breath work for me has completely gotten me out of my own way. It has illuminated any part of me that self-sabotages. It has um, clearly delineated what successful, peaceful, high vibe, uh, resonant Lindsay looks, feels, and sounds like and who like low vibe, small, contracted Lindsay looks, feels, and sounds like. Um, breath work has helped me to just simply embody more. Breath work has also highlighted, you know, again, that like feeling of overwhelm and also kind of like avoidance. Every time I do breath work, as I'm about right before I do it, I have, I'm I'm not wanting. It's the last thing I want to do. So it is really like highlighting. Oh wow! Every time I do it, I'm like, oh wow! Look how strong I strongly I avoid what I know is so so good for me. Whew. It's powerful. Um. But I do feel that every single time that I do breath work, that I clear, I clear the blocks, I release the needs, and thus dissipate the oh the like clenching sensation of overwhelm because I do think overwhelm is like so attached to us, so like intertwined. It's not like pressing on me. It's not It's not heavy like that. It's just so enmeshed and has become so a part of my identity. And so breath work has really helped me to like kind of pull and cut the cords of that connection. And after breath work, honestly, like you cannot not know um, who you are. And I do think the feeling of overwhelm is when we forget, we forget who we are. We forget how powerful we are. We forget that we are all love. We forget that time doesn't exist. We forget that you can trust yourself. We forget, you know, that we're really here to 
to release and let go and spread love. You know, it's not about holding on. It's not about holding on to the expectations and, oh my God, what if I can't do it? It is really about the flow. So breathwork as a practice, I've talked about it before, but I do online breathwork with my friend Brie Melanson once a month. She does it digitally, so it's in the comfort of your own home, um, briemelanson.com. You can check that out. But um, I truly feel fully expanded. And in breathwork, I can clearly see when I don't allow myself to be fully expanded and why. And it's just like, it's so clear and so sweet. Cause I'm like, oh man, girl, like you can fully embody, like, you know yourself, like celebrate your progress. Let's go. Um, so breathwork is number two. Breathwork to increase my tolerance for overwhelm. And also it is just such a reminder because I do feel overwhelmed at breathwork sometimes that overwhelm is healthy. It is truly that like clear, clear, clear reminder that overwhelm is healthy and expanding. Okay. Lastly, hmm, uh, my coach, our coach, Aaron Rose, I had a session with him recently and damn y'all spoke some truth into me. It was a, a one-on-one session. Krista and I um, do that together and he spoke some serious truth into me. He said to me, he said, I, I, I channeled something before we went into the session. I was tapping into how you were feeling and your energy on all the things. And he says, see it done. And I nearly fell over in my chair. A big, big part of why I feel overwhelmed is because I feel like there is a huge gap between where I am now and where I want to be or what I want to accomplish or what I want to attract. And this gap doesn't exist. <laughs> like I've created it because it it keeps me small and it keeps me safe. And this idea of seeing it done means that it already is. And therefore, it is just my job to embody this reality in everything that I do to choose the timeline that I really prefer to live. And it's, you know, it it sounds easier, (laughs) I think, than it is to do. But one way in which I am seeing it done. So whether that is us writing a book, almost 30 writing a book, or me recording my my first EP album, or us selling out our live show tour later this year, right? Like instead of feeling like, oh my God, like how are we gonna do that? Like how what's it gonna take? Who do I need to meet? Like how do we do that? What is the how like we're not there yet? How, 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 how? but already seeing it done. And, you know, I told him that I'm a daydreamer. I'm really good at daydreaming. I can I can visualize and see something that I want and a way that I want to live, someone I want to meet or a situation I want to be in. And, 
and feel it so clearly and deeply that I'm brought to tears or I feel so happy and I get goosebumps and I feel it in my body. And so he says, harness your daydreaming, really use that as a tool every day you know, deciding in the daydreaming that you're going to have a new story, have a new story, see it so clearly. And in doing that, this survival system, this like system that has been, you know, basically created in me by, you know, parents, friends, you know, everyone who was there when I, as I was growing up to, to keep me safe and make sure that I wasn't too, too overwhelmed, really giving that survival system new instructions, instructing it that like, Hey, when you're overwhelmed, you're actually connected to God and source. And this is a really huge opportunity for expansion. You don't need to contract. What if this feeling of overwhelm was actually an overflow of energy that you could use to create what you didn't think you could create that you could use to tap into your higher self, like all these things. So seeing it done using daydreaming to crystallize it, to embody it, to make it so. Um, Because if you can, I know it's cheesy, but like if you can believe, if you can dream it, you can be it. (laughs) And I actually like to change that. Like if you can dream it, it is. (laughs) If you can dream it so clearly, I mean, it, it already is. It's just kind of catching up to that timeline. Does that make sense? Man, oh man, I pray it does. I pray it does because it felt so good when it, when I that came through. I was like, oh my God, like I feel like other people are feeling this. I have to share this. So I pray that at least one person is like, yes. And if that's the case, then I'm happy. But I wanted to share, you know, what I felt the purpose of overwhelm is that, you know, message came through and just reflection on, you know, how we are brought up and how we are made to feel unsafe if we are overwhelmed, how we are made to feel like our ego is being challenged, and then how we can really harness it and leverage that overwhelming feeling and actually redefine it and redefine it as this like clear powerful connection to source and to our purpose. So again, my my three suggestions, practices I'm doing, I'm doing activities that I use um, as proxy situations that remind me that I can, that I've been here before, that I can move through it, that I can grow through it, that it's actually really good for me and it's a big growth opportunity. Two, breath work. Breath work has moved blocks, moved needs, um, and has just opened me up to not attaching to that feeling of overwhelm as an identity. It's also another proxy situation where I'm like, oh my God, yeah, I can move and breathe through that. And it's just a beautiful way to increase my tolerance for overwhelm because breath work in itself is overwhelming. And three, seeing it done. Thanks to my coach, Aaron Rose, seeing it done, using daydreaming, harnessing my ability to daydream, to 
choose the timeline that I prefer to create that reality so clearly that it already is, it is already done, you know, not living in that limbo of like, oh, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. That's not me and being it. So hope this was helpful. This was a quickie, but I appreciate you listening. I love you. And if you're feeling overwhelmed, congratulations. This is so good. If you want to talk more, um, please join our secret Facebook group. Can't wait to chat with you in there. You can connect with me on Instagram at Lindsay Simsick, L-I-N-D-S-E-Y-S-I-M-C-I-K. I'm super active on there and I love hearing from you in my DMs. So tag me, message me, all the things, but I'm here for you. I love you and I'll catch you on the next one. All right. (laughs) Hello. Uh, Thanks for listening. Always appreciate you. Such a good one. If you're late, you can DM me on Instagram or join the secret Facebook group. Let's have a conversation about being overwhelmed in there because maybe... That'll help too. I love it. I love that it. it's it's seen as God. And then if you'd like to join our retreat happening in Austin, the first weekend of April, we would love to have you. Email events at almost30podcast.com for more information. And then just an FYI, we also have our retreat happening in May in Malibu um, at Calamigos Guest Ranch. We just secured Milana Snow. Woo! Of course, mm-hmm. for Reiki healing, she's our favorite. Um, we have Jenna Reese for breath work. We have Alexandra Roxo, who's the divine feminine angel that we all love. Natalia Benson for astrology. We have some amazing herbalist coming. We're gonna oh. do makeup, facial stuff. This is insane. It's like it's so good. The swag bags are insane. It's the best. So make sure to check out the retreat. We would love to have you. It's gonna be a great opportunity to reconnect with yourself and our community. And Lindsay and I, almost thirty podcast com slash retreat. There are a few spaces left. So please get your tickets soon. We love you, appreciate you and are proud of you. Yes. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you're doing great and we're here to support you. So we will see you next time. Mwah. Bye.